You know, this is a, uh, a milestone morning, really. It really is. And as I uh, ponder and reflect on uh, my life in its entirety, and then especially my uh, Jackie and I's portion of time here at Harmony, uh, I just feel tremendously blessed and uh, really somewhat overwhelmed. Uh, you're not going to hardly believe this this morning, but I only have uh, three portions of Scripture for us today. Normally I have 20, 25, 30. Uh, Pastor Josh, would you go ahead and join me up here? I'm going to kind of put you in an awkward position this morning, but yeah, you're welcome. I just wanted you to be up here with me this morning as I go through some things that I want to share. Uh, this is really a very... Uh, important, significant day. Um, it's really, when you think about the entire history of Harmony Christian Church, uh, it started in 1885. And back in the late 1800s, there was a tremendous gas boom that went through this entire area. That's why we have Gas City and we have Gaston and we have uh, all the little different towns that popped up. At one time, Matthews, the city of Matthews, the town of Matthews, had 100,000 people living there. 50,000 residents and another 50,000 living in tents because of the gas boom. And also, the, uh, come along with that massive uh, gas boom of people was also a tremendous revival that swept through this area. And that's why we have a lot of the churches that we have in our entire community, counting Elwood and Fairmount and you know, all the surrounding areas, is why many of the churches are here, including Harmony, because of the revival that swept through this area. And, you know, through those years, there's been many pastors uh, who have shepherded the flock here over those 134 years. And I don't know which number of, that I am in all of that lineup, but I know that there's been some tremendous years for harmony. There's been ups and there's been downs, just like uh, most churches. You know, I had retired, uh, and this information is mainly for those of you who are newer, just to kind of get uh, some of the background history. But, you know, I had retired from UPS, uh, United Parcel Service, as a driver there for 27 years in March of 04. And then in December, uh, on December the 1st of 05, that was a significant time uh, for the Harmony family and for Jackie and me uh, as I became pastor here. And I think it's been a great fit for us. I think it has. I think it's been a great fit for us and I think it's been a, a great fit for Harmony. And you know, we've seen uh, some good things take place since December of 05, nearly 14 years. And Josh and Amber, uh, I did get the name right, didn't I? <laughs> Sorry about that, Danielle. I, I do remember you slightly. <laughs> uh, Josh and Amber, you know, they came on staff here about five years ago. And uh, the past two years, I have been very intentional in preparing for my replacement. Um, I was determined that I was not going to um, step down or even slow down until I felt like I had who was going to replace me. 
And um, so what, what has been taking place the last two years has not been any quick decision. It hadn't been anything um, just last-minute thoughts. It's been very intentional. And I was determined to pass this ministry off uh, to someone who's anointed, someone who's gifted, and uh, we have found that in Josh and Amber. They are tremendously gifted and anointed, and I'm very thrilled to be able to pass the baton today to them. Um, you know, I felt like five years ago that Josh and Amber very well could be my replacement, our replacement. Um, but I wanted them to feel that. I wanted them to sense that as well. I didn't just want to try to push something off onto them. I wanted them to also feel that calling. And at first, uh, it, made, it didn't really seem like that that was what was going to take place because when they first came back from the ramp in Alabama, they really had a really different kind of a vision. And uh, they, they had some things in mind that they had kind of thought maybe that the Lord would lead them into. And those things uh, began to change. Their hearts began to change as time went on. And uh, by two years ago, uh, they really began to feel like that this is where God's called them to do, uh, to be, and to pastor this church. And I'm so glad of that. So God has been in the midst of all this. And uh, I want to say that it's been a tremendous honor to be the shepherd of the flock here at Harmony. Tremendous honor. And uh, we are not going anywhere. We're still going to be here. Uh, we're going to be here most Sundays. Uh, I will take the opportunity once in a while that may arise to speak someplace else. Uh, and we will take in a service rarely at the Fairmount Friends where Brock, our son, pastors. Uh, I would like to go up to Jalapa occasionally and see how things are going up there. And uh, that's something else that I'm very uh, pleased about and happy about to see uh, James and Danielle there at uh, Jalapa and see the things that they're doing. Praise the Lord. Uh, we may take an extra uh, week or two in the winter to go south or go west or maybe not. I, I don't know for sure. Uh, you know, we are in immediate need uh, right now of new life group leaders. And so I'm going to be uh, pursuing that. We're also in an immediate uh, need for uh, a foundations class or uh, a beginner's class or whatever you want to call it, uh, a class for new believers. We're, we're in need of that right now. And so I will be pursuing that and, and more than likely I'll probably be leading that, uh, teaching that. Uh, there's also some physical things around the property that I would like to, to see done. So I'll be pursuing some of those things. Um, this changing of the, of the guard should really be very smooth and seamless. And I believe that the reason it is is because, once again, we've been working on this for a couple of years. This is not a, a sudden, unplanned process. It's been very deliberate. It's been very calculated. And it's been led by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Uh, I really do feel that we have done this in a manner that uh, should be molded and modeled by other churches. And I think it's a testimony of how leadership and Holy Spirit really work. Praise the Lord. 
Now, I do not expect a lot of immediate or drastic changes. However, there, there will be changes that come along. Obviously, there were changes that came along when we came here in December as time progressed. Uh, it's the same with farming uh, or with anything else uh, in life. Things change. And the ones that don't change are the ones who don't survive. And so we need to be adaptable. We need to be ready for however the Holy Spirit leads through Pastor Josh and Amber, whatever they feel on their hearts that God is saying. And I want all of us to be in support of what you're seeing, what you're feeling, what you're thinking the Holy Spirit is, is doing. And I want all of us to say, yes, amen. I'm going to be right there with you. And that doesn't mean we necessarily have to like everything, but uh, we're going to be in agreement. Amen. We're going to be in unity, the unity of the faith. Unity doesn't always mean that you agree with everything, but unity means that you're not going to be uh, some, someone who they have to drag along. Unity is we're all going in this together. Praise the Lord. You know, I just want to speak for a moment here concerning purpose and platform. I just had my uh, 66th birthday three days ago. And my purpose today is the same as it was when God first created me. Think about that for yourself. Your purpose has never changed. But my platform is changing. It changed when we came here in December of 05. My platform changed. But my purpose didn't change. And right today, as I stand here and I go into a new phase of my life, my purpose is still the same. And that is to lift up Jesus Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. But my platform's changing. Today, actually it started September the 1st, Josh's purpose isn't changing. Your purpose is still the same. And that is to do what? To lift up the Lord Jesus Christ and cause him to shine. Your platform's beginning to change. Uh, you've had a platform here, but it's, it's increasing. It's, it is changing. And I believe that God always has an anointing on both of those. He has an anointing on your purpose and he'll have the anointing on your platform. Amen. Hallelujah. <clears throat> uh, Pastor Josh is 30 years old. He'll be 31 in October. But I think it's uh, significant that he's 30 now as he takes over as the lead pastor here at Harmony. Uh, once again, his purpose isn't changing, but his platform is. And he's ready to step onto the platform and let Jesus shine. Hallelujah. You know, the number 30 is significant in Scripture. It's in the Bible 87 times. 30 signifies the age of complete maturity. The formative years have now passed and greater responsibility and accountability are now required. In Genesis 41, verse 46, it tells us that Joseph was 30 years old whenever he took over as Pharaoh's governor over all of Egypt. The book of Numbers 
chapter 4 tells us that at the age of 30, uh, that that was the first year of eligibility for a Levite to become a priest. 30 is also the year that Jesus started his outreach ministry as priest, king, prophet, teacher, and Messiah. Saul became king of Israel at the age of 30. That's 1 Samuel 13. 2 Samuel 5 says that the shepherd David became king of Israel at the age of 30. Ezekiel was called to be prophet and priest at the age of 30. Three other significant things in Scripture concerning the number 30. At Moses' death, he was mourned 30 days. Judas betrayed Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. Noah's ark was 30 cubits high. 30 is a significant number. And I don't think it's any accident that Pastor Josh is taking the head leadership role of Harmony Christian Church at the age of 30. And I feel that this is a good time. I think it's the right time. Praise the Lord. Now, in the book of 2 Kings, Elisha receives a double portion anointing from Elijah. And Elijah was then raptured into heaven on a ladder of flaming fire and a flaming chariot. You remember the story how that Elijah was going to be taken away and all the prophets of the land knew that it was going to happen. And Elisha was aware that, that Elijah was going to be uh, going. And he kept following Elijah around uh, like a little puppy. And Elijah said, would you just bug off? Would you go someplace else for a while? And he said, I'm not leaving you. I'm not leaving your side. I'm going to be with you whenever you're taken. And he, then he asked for a double portion anointing from him. And Elijah said, if you see me when I go, you'll receive it. And as Elijah was being taken without dying, he was taken up on that flame of fire. His mantle fell and Elisha picked up his mantle and put it on. And from that day forward, he had a double anointing upon his life. And it says this in 2 Kings chapter 2. Now when the sons of the prophets who were from Jericho saw him, that was being Elisha, they said, the spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha. And they came to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. Then they said to him, look now, there are 50 strong men with your servants. Please let them go and search for your master lest perhaps the Spirit of the Lord has taken him up and cast him upon some mountain or into some valley. And he, being Elisha, said, you shall not send anyone. He was telling them, no, don't go looking for him. He's been taken. He's out of here. He's gone. Don't look for him. They kept pressing him about that. And finally, he relinquished. And he said, okay, go see if you can find him. And after three days, they didn't find him. And they returned back to Elisha. Now, I want to make sure that we here at Harmony as a congregation, that we don't do some of the things that these 50 prophets did. And I want to run through those quickly. Here's what they did. They wanted to hold on to the lesser rather than grab hold of the more. They wanted to hold on to the lesser rather than grab hold of the more. You know, Elijah had a great anointing on his life. But Elisha was going to have a double portion. Here's another thing they did. They wanted the familiar rather than the unknown. 
even though the unknown was twice as good. Do you see how that can apply to us today? There are some unknown things that lie ahead, but let's not hold on to the things that we know because there's some great things in the unknown that we have yet to experience. So let's all say, I'm going on. I'm not going to hang on to the, what we've known. I'm ready to embrace the unknown because God's a good God. He's going to lead us into some great things. And so let's embrace the future. Let's embrace the double. Hallelujah. They wanted the familiar rather than the unknown, even though the unknown was twice as good. Here's another thing. They wanted to stick with the half portion they had rather than go forward with the double portion that was standing right before them. I want you to think about that for a moment. Are we going to be stuck with an anointed ministry rather than grab hold of a greater ministry? We're going to Go forward. We're going to grab hold of the greater that is yet to come. You know, in Haggai 2 and verse 9, it says this. The glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I will give peace, says the Lord of hosts. You know, there's going to be great peace. I think we have great peace now, but there's going to be great peace in our congregation, in our midst. Hallelujah. But here, I want you to, to really think about this for a moment. The latter temple shall be greater than the former. Now, who does that apply to? This is so important. Is everybody with me? This is so important this morning. Who does this latter temple shall be greater than the former? Some would say, well, that applies to harmony. Our latter is going to be greater than our former. Hallelujah. Amen. That's going to be the truth. Our latter is going to be greater than our former. The latter now is greater than the former in years past. But from this day forward, our latter is going to be greater than our former. But that's not the complete answer. Some would say, okay, well then that applies to harmony. And then that, obviously you're pointing this to Pastor Josh and Amber. Amen. The latter is going to be greater than the former. Hallelujah. But that's not a completed answer yet. The latter is going to be greater than the former for Jackie and me. Our latter is going to be greater than our former. And I'm looking forward to stepping into it. I don't know what it is. God hasn't revealed it to me yet. He hasn't opened the doors yet. But I know it's coming. And I know that Harmony's ladder is going to be greater than her former. And I know that Pastor Josh and Amber's ladder is going to be greater than your former. And I know that Jackie and I's ladder is going to be greater than our former. Will you all agree with me? That that is what's going to take place. That's the way life should work. 
And I want you to grab hold of that promise for yourself. Will you commit and will you say, yes, I grab hold of this promise from the Word for myself. And I'm saying for myself, my latter will be greater than my former. Will you do that in your own life? See, what happens too many times, we look at our past. Thank you for the yes. <laughs> what happens too much is we, we allow our past to hold us back from fulfilling our former. Let go of the past. It's all been forgiven. It's all been covered. It's all been washed. It's been, your sins, your mistakes have been cast as far as the east is from the west. And your latter is going to be greater than your former. I believe that for Harmony. I believe that for Pastor Josh and Amber. I believe that for Jackie and myself. And I'm also believing that for you. Hallelujah. Amen. Another thing I want to uh, glean from Elijah and Elisha would be this. And I'll address this especially to Pastor Josh. It was Elijah's, or the Elisha's, it was Elisha's responsibility to pursue the double portion. He had a responsibility. I mean, it wasn't just going to be handed to him. He had to do the, he had to do the following. He had to do the studying. He had to, do, he had to receive the mentoring. He had to take on everything that God had for him. He, it was his responsibility to go after that double portion anointing. And so I challenge you this morning, Pastor Josh, and I know you will. You've already been doing it to pursue the great anointing God has for you. Hallelujah. Give me the uh, slide pick of the baton. This baton here. D. Harvey, good friend of mine. D. raise your hand and wave. He, he made the baton here for me. And then uh, we suffered through, Patty and D. and Jackie and I, we suffered through a day up at Shipshawana. And uh, we went up and down in the basement of the Blue Gate restaurant, they have a laser machine down there. And I had them to laser on uh, Harmony Christian Church. And then down underneath, it says, Ron Meyer, lead pastor, December the 1st, 2005 to August 31st, 2019. And then on the other side, it says, Joshua Shoemaker, lead pastor, September the 1st, 2019. And then give me the next one there, if you can read it, it says Deuteronomy 31.8 And the Lord, He is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear nor be dismayed. Dan Tate made the base. Dan, raise your hand. Dan made the base for this. And so, this is what in a moment or two, we're going to pass this on to you. But I'm thankful for that. And I would just want you to display that on your desk. And it's a reminder of the milestone day of today. Praise the Lord. Okay, give me my next slide there. Here's what we have taking place. <laughs> no, 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 that's not, that's not it. Give me the... Give, 
Well, in a lot of you people's minds, that's what we have, but that's, that's not what we're really doing. Uh, in passing the baton, I want to make some analogies here. Do you notice some things? There's some great analogies here in passing a baton. One is, first of all, they're in the same lane. That's important. They're in the same lane. We, we have the same vision. We have the same uh, heart. We have the same uh, desires for ministry. Uh, our, our hearts are really connected. But really between the four of us. You and Amber and Jackie and myself. Our, our hearts are connected. We're not just connected uh, because we're friends. And since I've known you guys since your little pipsqueaks. Uh, known Amber since she was born. But we're in the same lane. Another thing. Do you notice... It's pretty handy that they're going the same direction. They're going the same direction. But you also notice they're, they're in rhythm with each other. There, there's a oneness. By the, time, by the time you get to the handoff, they've got to be in rhythm. They have to be going the same speed. You can't, you don't have a good, you can have a handoff with them going different speeds, but it's best by the time that he's ready for the handoff that you're going the same speed. We're there. You guys are up to speed. You're ready to go. Another thing is that the lead runner, now who's the lead runner here? This is a trick question. Who's the lead runner? The lead runner is actually the second guy as long as he has the baton. So at this moment, I'm still the lead runner, even though there's a guy in front of me. But as soon as I hand it off, then you become the lead runner. Now there's a couple things that has to take place here. The guy who has the baton has to be willing to hand it off. Huh? Hey, that doesn't always happen. That doesn't always happen. A lot, of, a lot of times guys don't want to hand it off to somebody else. I'm willing to hand it off. Why? Because it's going to be a double portion. Why? Because it's going to be better. It's going to be better for them. It's going to be better for us. Now the next thing is, is the one that I'm handing it off to has to be willing to take it. Amen? Hey, this is basic stuff, but... This, is, this all has to take place for all of this to be good. You've got to be willing to take it. And praise God, over the past two years, I know you're willing to take it. And you're ready to take it. Hallelujah. We're going to have this handoff. Give me my last... Uh, Verse there, Second Timothy four seven. We're going to have this handoff so that not only Josh and Amber and Jackie and I can 
claim this verse, but so that all of us can claim this verse. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Hallelujah. So symbolically, Josh, I want you to stand up here. We're in a race. Let's just pretend that the wall is the finish line and you're, you're running that way and I'm coming up behind you. There's the handoff. Praise the Lord.